Hey, Matt Kleinschmidt. You're listening to the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome back to another episode of the Laugh Button Podcast right here on the Riot Cast Network. My name is Mark Seaman. His is Matt Kleinschmidt, and we are thelaughbutton.com. Make sure you go to thelaughbutton.com for all the latest news in the comedy universe, interviews, reviews, breakdowns, recaps, etc., etc. Now, Matt, I will tell you, it took me 29 years of my life to stop saying etc., uh, well, when e- it's pronounced etc. Et et but I said etc. Et like my whole life. C E T R A, I believe, is T E R A, yeah. Yeah. I think that's how you properly spell it. Well, this is why we take English here in America all the way through college because we don't know what the hell we're doing. Is, compared to other languages, the English language is quite difficult. It is. Yes. So I heard on the streets. Well, well, think about it. Live and live. Boom. I got one for you. Blood, door, food. All double O's. All pronounced different. Yeah. What the fuck's going on? But live on and live are actually spelled the same That's way. That's true. Too. I, was, like, I, I mean, was just trying to, you know, come I know, you were riffing. Angle. You okay. were riffing, buddy. We got almost too much to talk about, so we're going to get right to it. Uh, but first, I'd like to let everyone know that we have the whole crew from the nightly show joining us on this edition of the podcast. Every uh, last one of them, except. Except for Larry Wilmore. Larry! I know. He couldn't make it, but we did get sort of the barbershop quartet that they have that appears on the show yeah, they're all on those guys almost uh all the panels uh, mike yard love is mike on it yard. ricky velez love ricky and uh holly walker yeah man. she's uh she's great as well so they'll be joining us uh, got to hang out in the green room of the nightly show checked out an episode we talked about in a previous podcast did you keep it 100 i uh, look i tried <laughs> uh You'll you'll hear what I so kept they weak it. teed you. Yeah, you you'll you'll hear what I kept it and or got teed, <laughs> uh, teed up. All right, uh, so we're very excited about that, Matt. We got to get to this news. There's almost too much. Uh, let's start with uh, real quick. Chris Rock, it's official. He uh, they were in negotiations for a little bit. He is set to return as host of the Oscars. Yes, it's been over a decade since he did it last time. It's and been uh, that long, huh? Yeah, it's been that long, and it was very. Um, Dividing, let's say. I don't know if you remember this. A little bit of controversy with some of the jokes, as there always of course, is. There always is. It's like it's like people getting mad at Ricky Gervais as being making fun of them at the, the Golden Globes. Wasn't, but he was the best one. Yeah, because the best. Well, well Tina and Amy are pretty good too. Teen, well, they, but uh, right, but like right. Ricky, you like you know what it is? It's a bunch of. Uh, I mean, listen, all award shows is the people in that community giving other people in that community fans uh, awards for being awesome in that community. Right. And uh, so a little sometimes it's a little too uh, self. Aggrandizing, I guess is the word I'm looking for. So yeah, we're still working on that English language. I know, live and live, live and live. Um, live yeah. and let die. <laughs> live and let die. <laughs> um, so I don't know, man. Like Ricky Gervais is making funny. He's a comedian. It's what the comedians do. Like if right. you're getting mad, there's a comedian right. making funny. You're like. Don't be an ass. Well, but I, I love the fact that Chris Rock is hosting the Oscars. Me too. And I think he's better than ever. And uh, he's been behind the scenes a lot lately. Directing uh, some stuff. He just directed directing. Amy Schumer's most recent special, yes. Live at the Apollo. Sure. Which, uh, you know, he's also, yeah, he seems like he's kind of doing some more development deal type of stuff. He put out this, his last special 
it's got to be a couple of years now at this point. It was that one where he taped it all in different areas of the world yes. and then edited it all together. As if it were one show. As that if was it were one very show. cool. Very it was cool. an interesting idea. I personally didn't like it, mm-hmm. mainly because of the jarring difference of shots. As he's trying to tell a joke, it kind of took me out of it sometimes. You start focusing on that outfit you st- and you're like, wait, why aren't you wearing the same thing? Yeah, like it just kind of took me out of it. Yeah. Um, no, I, but, I, I could see but that. But listen, listen, he's fucking Chris Rock. He tried something new. It just didn't work for me. Doesn't mean it didn't work for everyone. Well, fucking Chris Rock's going to be hosting the 88th Academy Awards on February 28th of 2016 That's AD. Right. So That's make right. sure you tune into that. Uh, congratulations, Dr. Ken and Ken Jong. Full season order from ABC. So they're getting a back nine. That's pretty great. Good news for Ken. You know what's bad news for? Mythbusters, buddy. One of my uh, favorite shows on TV is coming to an end. What's this have to do with comedy, man? It has nothing to do with comedy. You're trying just, to crowbar in your personal problems? I'm just venting my personal <laughs> frustrations. So what, what myths are left to bust I don't I mean, know. at this point? Can we do a comedy myth? How about, how about we figure out how that show stayed on that long? Let's that bust show that, is a, myth. that First of all, show's incredible. It is So it's like that show's great. People, people are now our fans of science because of that show. So awesome, and that's an FU. Hold on, if it took MythBusters, dude, it to did. get you, it, you it into did. science, man, it did. That, it did. People are. Is stupid. that what got you into science? Maybe science didn't get you into science. science? No, science definitely didn't get me into science. My science teachers were like boring. These guys blew shit up. That's awesome. That's well, that's science. not okay. That is technically <laughs> science, but you just wanted to see. Stuff so, what if we on. debunk some comedy myths? Uh, okay. Like, could we do like a comedy episode of MythBusters? You you know like like the, you know like there's a bunch of myths out there like uh, women aren't funny is a myth that kind of rolls in the comedy community. Yeah, like, but, is there a scientific way to prove? But that's that been, that's not true. Well, I don't know if there's a scientific way, but there's just factual information. Is there that a scientific way? The to, success of comedians who happen to be female, I'm pretty yeah. sure, has proven that. Not to mention, I mean, that's... But there's got to be a... But, the, but again, that show is very rooted in science. Is there a scientific way to prove? What about how hard you laugh? Like, everyone goes, okay. oh, when you sneeze, you sneeze at 200 miles I'm sure, per but there's hour. Also, but, but there's, I'm sure there's science behind wh- how laughter works. It triggers something. Right. It does this. It does right. that. There's a chemical reaction. Baba da booba da. Bob's your uncle. Right. So, what? like, there's got to be a way to scientifically prove that. I asked David Koechner... Okay. At the time of this podcast uh, taping today, a uh, future interview that will post on the laughbutton.com. Uh, David Keckner, who is one of the stars of Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, a horror comedy that will be coming out October 30th. There you go, Keckner, a little plug for you. He, um, I asked him specifically, do you remember the first time you, re- you recalled something being funny and why, why it was funny and, and why it, it caused laughter? And he was like, whoa, whoa, hey. And then he has this awesome long-winded answer. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, in the meantime, Tracy Morgan. Matt, you with me still? Yeah, 100%. Okay, yeah. You I fell asleep sh- there, buddy. Well, because like you were just talking and I heard words. <laughs> I, I, it's a little warm in here. I'm a little uh, under the weather. So no, I was like, bad. Mark saying words. Yeah, I, I could edit it out. Who knows? Mark saying words. Tracy Morgan announces picking up the Pieces Tour for 2016. We're so happy for Tracy Morgan to he's be back. Basically, yeah, he's, he's back, back in full swing, man. He's, he's doing it. He's doing the tour. He's I love doing this SNL. too. He, he, came, he came out in a surprise Emmy speech and yeah. says, like, I'm going to take my time. And then, like, two weeks later, dude's got, like, a full tour booked. Yeah. Dude's got uh, his SNL. FX show coming out, SNL yeah. appearance. He's a, he's announced a couple of movies. I'm, like, taking it slow. 
Well, Man, this dude I, you is... know what, though? He also said, though, I remember him saying that, you know, if he ever gets the opportunity to make people laugh again, he's just going to like he's going to take it and run with it and do everything he possibly can with it. So maybe maybe he's got a new passion lit under his butt. And the fact he could do comedy for a year and a half or for that matter, almost walk sometimes. Like, right. You know, maybe it's uh, maybe he's got a new lease on life. As for, well, actually, well, I'm sure does. he's got a new lease he on does. life. But, you know, now he's like maybe he doesn't take anything for granted now. What's going to kind of go do as much as he can? Well, he's going to be hitting some towns that uh, I wouldn't normally think would be on someone's tour schedule, like Hammond, Indiana, uh, Cherokee, North Carolina. What do you got against uh, Cherokee, North Carolina? I don't have anything against it. I'm oh, just okay. saying I don't typically read that. No, they're not. When you think hotbeds of comedy. Yeah. Mashantucket, Connecticut. Don't normally see Norman, Oklahoma. Don't normally see that one. But that's what makes Tracy Morgan awesome, and he's doing that. And it all kicks off February 5th and uh, goes through May 28th with tour dates still to be announced. So uh, don't fret if you don't see your city on that list already. All right, let's get to the, uh, let's say it's the biggest news story of the week. I think so. Although I think it's also going to be, in the end, the quickest quickest to flash in the pan. Uh, Amy Schumer, and th- this is what makes me laugh. Uh, Twitter accuses Twitter accuses Amy Schumer of joke thievery. Uh, cite something. If if you yeah. that Twitter didn't do anything except provide a platform pe- for people to react and respond. Okay. Yeah. Now it, someone clearly stated, "Hey, you, you know, I I kind of noticed that bit at the end of Amy's special live at the Apollo is similar to a set that uh, her good friend." Uh, Patrice O'Neill did back in 06 at Just for Laughs. Um, so, Matt, let's break this down real quick and, and squash it if it hasn't already been squashed by Amy's supporters, other comics, a fine article you wrote, etc., etc. Well, here's, I mean, here's, here's, here's basically, just for those that don't know, here's the basic premise. Her most recent special, Live at the Apollo, mm-hmm. directed by Chris Rock, she ends it with... Uh, basically her take on those jokes that uh, literally everyone's heard since they were child children on the playground. At yeah, least men. Spoiler I don't know, alert, too, I don't just know in case you big, haven't seen. I don't know if these are big jokes amongst, or these big premises amongst um, women, but men, dudes, would talk about it all the time, like, hey, dude, the Dirty Sanchez, the Hot Carl, yeah, the you Cleveland know about Steamer. the Chinese dragon. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, all whatever, like the Cleveland Steamer, all sure. that kind of stuff. We, like, we just call it the Steamer. Man. Yeah, well, that's because you're from Ohio. You just call it, it's, not, it's, you know, Chinese food in China is just food. It's just food. It's what I'm saying. It's just food. Um, so these are jokes that have been around the goddamn world forever, long before the internet. Long untraceable, before, by the way. I no, who came up with them? I couldn't tell you. You would lose hours if you just typed in Cleveland Steamer on Urban Dictionary and looked at all the related stuff that goes on and on and on. Anyway, right. Amy's joke was a play on, and I'm I'm obviously speaking on her behalf, and it's mm-hmm. probably not a good thing. But her joke is definitely more on like the female reaction to that. Correct. Like, like, cause one of those, cause all those jokes are about like sex moves in the bed. Like, oh, take a girl and punch her in the face when she's not looking, and kick her in the kneecap. Like, they're really like terrible jokes. They're like, horrible. They're like very demeaning on the women, and they're very sexist. And Amy's whole take on it was, well, from the PEO perspective, it was like, no, dude, that's just rape. Yeah. You know, like so. So yeah. she was kind of. It was a little bit of a commentary she was making, and she used two examples in particular. One was um, the Abe Lincoln, the Abe Lincoln, also known as the Gorilla Mask, and which also is also known as probably something else. Which yeah, I'm sure. Which is something to do with throwing pubes in faces to give a Gorilla Mask or or a or a 
bearded look. Who's by the way? Who's doing this? No one's doing it. Because but the, here's the best part about when you were kids. Oh, I totally know a guy that did that to a girl. Like <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Everyone right. knew a guy that did that to a girl. Um, but you know, never firsthand experience. But then there's also uh, what was the other one? It was uh the Houdini. Right. It was also known as the Phantom, which is basically involves two men and you know one man basically having sex with a woman from behind. Right. And then sneaks out as and then his being buddy, replaced as his buddy replaces mm-hmm. him, and then he goes out the window and waves and says, "Hey, that what's going on?" And uh, so that that was where Amy was basically like, "That no, that's just rape." So, to make a long story short, Patrice would go to tour college campuses, and he would often tell these types of uh, jokes just because right. he would love the mine. The most ridiculous, outrageous versions of the jokes. Like, have you guys heard this? What the hell's going on with this kind of stuff? And the two examples Patrice used were basically the same two examples that Amy used. Again, neither one of those jokes came up by either one of those comics. And now people are claiming that Amy stole Patrice without realizing that there's two different, they're the same premise, but two different jokes. Amy's joke is the female perspective. Patrice is like, have anyone ever heard this? And right. what's the most phallus, ridiculous version of this joke you've heard? And, and here's so. what people aren't focusing on. And, th- and this is what I have a problem with. The actual joke and or commentary on the situation is what's said after yeah. describing well, the act. She could have described anything yeah. well, and had the same... You know what I mean? Well, that's why we're talking about premises versus the actual joke. It's right. the same premise. It's like... Um, and honestly, there's real no joke there. It's a realization. She's saying, nope, that's just rape. Yeah. And people are like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess You're it is. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess and it is. So it's so... And then I, I think the, the internet community... And don't get me wrong, Patrice has a legacy that deserves sure. to be protected and known. And it will be. And it will be. Yeah. And there's absolutely people that have ripped them off in the past. But this isn't... This is a premise. This mm-hmm. is That's what this is. It's like it's like two guys having the same kind of joke on like airline food. And right. it's just, it's premises. So... But it's people, not like Patrice Amwood's claiming Patrice stole those Patrice jokes. never claimed them as his. Even Patrice's and girlfriend, Vaughn. She's just... Even Patrice's girlfriend, Vaughn, had said... Patrice just found those fascinating that these existed. These urban legend, right. folklore type of jokes. So let's talk about so it. Let's talk about them. Right. Whereas Amy, um, people, and the the video basically went online editing these two clips together, saying like, "Oh my God, Amy stole from Patrice," without realizing the history, the context of the joke. First of all, Amy and Patrice were really good friends, and Jim Norton came to Amy's rescue, saying, "The first I ever heard of Amy Schumer was from the lips of Patrice O'Neill's mouth, saying Amy Schumer is funny as shit. You should check her out." Right. So Amy and Patrice go way back. They had a, they used to do Did the you show, show together. Yeah. The show before that became the uh, the Black Phillip show was actually Amy and Patrice doing a show together. Right. So. Patrice loved Amy. I don't think Patrice views Amy, would view Amy as stealing jokes. None of Amy's comedian friends that knew both of them view it as joke thievery. Patrice's uh, widow doesn't really view it as joke thievery. It's more or less just like premises. And I think just the internet was too quick to jump onto it, glob onto it. It's thing. like jumping on stuff. Look, we built everyone's built Amy up yeah. really far, and de- and deservedly so because she's yeah, she's great. She's achieved so many amazing things, and uh, it's it's that classic. All right, is this. I, I honestly thought this was going to be the straw that broke the camel's back, and now it's time to bring Amy down. You know, and and it's yeah. just... Uh, I mean, it's unfortunate because she's had internet. a meteoric rise, but at the same time, every bit of it's earned. So she's this been, is... Yeah. It's a weird, weird thing. The, but I think people that did it meant well. They just don't understand necessarily how jokes are history books. Right. Yeah. You know, you so. figure, figure some other shit out first before you start accusing yeah, yeah, people of joke thievery. Yeah. Right. That's why I say know your history. All right. So it's put to bed. Amy didn't steal any jokes. We're all good. All right. Uh, final thing before we get to the to the cast of the nightly show, which you can check out uh, Monday through Thursday on Comedy Central. Uh, Eddie Murphy 
jokes about Bill Cosby after receiving his Mark Twain prize, Matt. Eddie Murphy has a not- prize that Bill Cosby. Mark, has also won a Mark Twain Prize for humor, which yep. Amy Schumer's got, I'm sorry, not Amy Tina Fey has gotten in the past, mm-hmm. and uh, a bunch of people. Carol Burnett, Ellen DeGeneres, Will Ferrell, Billy Cr- I got these Man. memorized. There George go, Carlin, buddy. Steve Martin. It's a big honor. Yes, great. And honor. Eddie Murphy, you know, hasn't he's been tiptoeing around stand up forever. Like the whole idea of the return to stand up. You've heard rumors about it forever. Right. Everyone thought he was going to do something in SNL. He didn't. Every uh, in SNL, he was asked to perform as Bill Cosby. He did not do that. But uh, he kind of told a little Cosby joke as uh, uh, when he accepted this this award and and busted out an impression. Yeah, the I mean the first time you're on stage telling jokes in what thirty years, thirty five years, and it's a Cosby impression. That's interesting. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know if Eddie Murphy came back to comedy, what would happen? Like, I also heard that that Eddie uh, that Bill had thanked Eddie for, for not yes, chiming in, right? Yeah, like that like, was also hey, like, thanks for not saying anything or being you know ever, like everybody else. Man, while he's down, right? But with that being said, that was also like. 15 accusers ago like a lot of accusers have come out since yeah. then like it's it's undeniable at this point you mm-hmm. know so i think uh i think eddie kind of realized that too it's it's really weird it's unfortunate um well we've got uh i know the cosby tip i don't know if you noticed but he got a new lawyer too so oh, wow uh, so okay. cosby it's not going well for that guy well i, I don't even want to waste my breath <laughs> yeah on it's the best way i can describe it but not if you want to well. if you want to check out eddie's speech as as well as a whole bunch of uh, comics who, who showed up in support and, and what they had to say about Eddie, which is what yeah. the focus should be, and his receiving of the Mark Twain Prize. Uh, you can go to laughbutton.com, check it out. We've got the story and, and video there. All right, a couple quick things we'll touch on before uh, we go here to the interview. Jimmy Fallon is going to receive his award uh, for the Harvard Lampoon uh, or I shouldn't say what grammar. What Jimmy Fallon set to receive Harvard Lampoon Comedy Award is what Harvard I'm trying to Lampoon. say. Lampoon. Clearly, I didn't go to Harvard, and I'm not which getting that award. Fa- which so. you know, Harvard Lampoon. Which, if people don't know, that's where National Lampoon comes from. Yes, the national version of the Harvard Lampoon. And uh, available now in bookstores, on the internet, all that good stuff. Judah Friedlander's brand new book, uh, Drawings and Cartoons. It's called If the Raindrops United. Pick it up. It's awesome. Uh, hopefully, Judo will be a guest on a future podcast here soon. I've uh, been talking to him back and forth. A bunch of pilots got picked up. Oh, um, Tracy Morgan was on SNL. We got the full recap for you there as well. And uh, very excited for uh, a couple movies that are going to be coming out. One called Bastards that just scored Harry Shearer as a uh, cast member with Owen Wilson and some other comedic folks. Uh, Gabriel Iglesias, possible show in the works at ABC. And uh, finally, check out the trailer for the Star CISO. Wars. <laughs> I think if you the click Star on Wars any trailer? trailer, just the Star Wars trailer plays. I think that's that's the deal. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, no, it's all good. Um, CISO Secret Society. It's going to be one of the first shows a part of CISO, which is the new uh, sort of online streaming from NBC. N- NBC Universal's web property, web yes. comedy. Let's yes. specify web comedy. Yes, strictly four do- comedy. Right? Four dollars a month streaming. It's going to have vintage stuff mm-hmm. like Some Kids of- in the Hall and Parks and Rec Parks and all your old. School SNL, fi- all your old Monty Python, yeah. plus some new original content, which includes Mark, mm-hmm. our pal Big J Okerson. Yes, 
his uh, his his live stand up show, What's Your Effing Deal or What's Your Fucking Deal, mm-hmm. uh, is going to be developed by NBC Universal. Which so you know, props to Jay and his camp. He premiered this thing a couple of years back, uh, just for laughs. We actually were there, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And it's since toured uh, toured a couple live uh, settings like festivals, like New York Comedy Festival. Uh, he actually did it at uh, South by Southwest as well, and just for laughs. And then um, basically, he and his producer friends Rebecca and uh, Christine from the stand in Creek in the Cave kind of put it all together. So dudes super, on fire. Super props to them for that. Dudes on fire. Yeah. All right, here is uh, the cast and crew of the Barbershop. We should. Uh, we'll just announce them as the Barbershop <laughs> from Comedy Central's The Nightly Show. Yep. All right, uh, joining us on the Laugh Button Podcast right now are three folks from The Nightly Show. They are comedians and contributors. And uh, since there's more than one of you, uh, I, I always like to play this game. So the person to your right, you can go ahead and introduce and uh, bust their balls, but just know that it's going to come back around uh, to you. So we'll start with you, Holly. So who's to your right here? To my right is the wonderful guy, Ricky Velez. He's handsome, he's daring, he's dashing, and he's got a little little spice to him. Uh. We're talking about the same dude? <laughs> yeah, we are. That's because that's I'm hoping. See, I was going to say something nice about no, you, Mike. Yes, yes no, I was. Yes, he was. I was going to say, Mike um, is a good friend of mine. I've known you since I was 19 years old. Have we? Yeah. Really? When I started comedy. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I think I was old then. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's very sloppy. Black don't crack, baby. He's very sloppy in the office. Damn right I but am. I, still I thought that him. was you being sloppy no, in the office. Mike. No, it's Mike. That's all no, Ricky Velez. Trust no, me. No, it I is not. You. 100% not me. All it's right. you. All right. I'll Mike Yard, everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mike, who's this at the end who started us off here? Well, so. he, uh, that's uh, Holly Walker. Thank you, and I'm not end. a he, that's but thank you. That's all he has to say. He just knows shit. That's I, I said he? Yeah. No, I thought yeah. I was going to say he's to my left, but you said at the end. I, I caught see. that later. My okay. brain takes a little second. But um, that's Holly Walker, the very talented Thank Holly you. Walker. Very, very talented. She's like a sleeper cell. I did not know she was that talented when I started mm-hmm. working here. Thank and you. And then she just busted on the scene and, you know, just killing it right now. Killing it. I'm fighting for my survival over here. Uh-oh. <laughs> now, am I allowed to say this? Am I allowed to say uh, incognito hunter? Yes. Can I say that? Am I li- In this room. Don't I mean, I guess I just did. So, yeah. All right. So, In secret here. safe with me. <laughs> all right. So, you guys are all part of The Nightly Show, which which I came to a taping recently. And, uh, and I wrote about this on the website as well. First thing I felt when I came through the doors, it just felt like home. It felt like... The type of show where you're hanging out with your friends and you're in that sort of, I don't want to say upstart situation, but you know something special is going to come out of this once people realize what's going on here. Because you guys are allowed to do it a little differently, right? First things first, there's a black man running the show. Yes. There's not enough of that yes. happening, yes, right? Yes, that is correct. And uh, and we don't have any you know women hosts yet. We're going to get there. Hopefully yes. this is the gateway to that. Absolutely. We are the gateway Holly, drug. Yes. Holly, Holly, <laughs> Uh-oh. I feel a sniper situation coming <laughs> oh on. Yeah. Don't don't take him out. Larry's doing a good job. A lot, no. that, that, Holly, give Holly her own Weren't show. women offered the jobs? Yeah, I think so. so. Why is that such a thing? Well, I think it's because maybe not enough women are offered the jobs, That's right? Correct. Because because these, these are women that are very successful on their own, and they don't necessarily need that show. They're doing something else at the moment, right? That's and, correct. And because all of the hosts right now that are rocking late night, all of them are men. And except for two of them, all of them are white guys. So right. mm. it, that's why. 
That's okay. Why. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why it's coming up. I think up. the women co- thing comes up a lot not, with people not knowing that women were offered the job. Sure. Right. And that's something, yeah, you know, we... Is it really offering a woman a job if she's in a position where she doesn't need that job? I mean, if you're offering somebody that's up and coming and they say no, that's another story. But you're offering people that are pretty much... I mean, if, if you're, you're not if you're, hungry... If you, but I'm saying, if you're offering and I offer it to you people pizza, but you like, are, really like pizza, you might just take it. Yeah, <laughs> but if I'm making movies, do I want to do a late night talk show? I mean, that's the thing. Right. If I'm at Thanksgiving dinner and I'm already... I've got a banquet in front of me and you offer me pizza, I'm like, thanks... I appreciate it, but you know what? I'm, I got I got well, turkey. And I got turkey. Yeah. I got dressing. I got all sorts of stuff. I'm sorry. I just said. I just cursed. Is that? Yeah, like you can do. Yeah, of show? course. It's totally legal. This, we are the nightly show. That's true. We <laughs> yeah, we're just changing up the whole topic, not answering any questions, <laughs> just starting some shit. And right this is top. what you meant about yeah. it feeling like home. Like yes. We 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 get to know each other really well, very quickly, and not a lot of censorship. Not a lot of censorship, and and we're kind of raw. Like we're we're bringing our real We just selves. keep it 100. Yeah, we do. Yes. I got to get one of those stickers, by the way. Can I get you one of those? Earn I that, need bro. to get one of those stickers. You got to earn that. No, I haven't got one yet. No, I only have yet. two. I got six. Oh, <laughs> see how they are? I got yeah. six See how them. they're mean to me? No, I have yet to get one. Six. It's horrible. He's got keys to the sticker factory, yeah. right? Oh, but I still, but no, I, I, earn I earned them all. I want to earn you mine. Yes, I got weak tea, too. Let's not forget that. a couple bags of weak tea? Yeah, I got weak tea thrown at me. Yeah, I've been on the panel, but I've yet to be on the panel when they're doing keep it a hundreds because you never know when they're going to pop up. Yeah, I've up. only done it twice. And so I, shut up, Ricky. And so... <laughs> Both times. I, I've kept it so a hundred. So how long I've been saying that? Shut so up, Ricky. 100. He's keeping it a hundred right now by it. interrupting you. Right? That's right. So I haven't gotten mine, but I'm Holly, ready to we get it. it. We get it. I got six of them, just right. in case you needed to know. Well, I, I need to borrow just one, you know, just for a day. No, I'll give it back. I'll give it we back. Put you in a pressure spot. Hey, that's. I'll go in any it's, pressure it's, spot, it's man. My last name's Seaman. I can, I can, oh. I can hang. I can hang. Don't that's you worry. your last name? Oh yeah. That's gangster right there. Born and raised, bro. Born and raised. Seaman. <laughs> I don't need no hometown. <laughs> My man. All right, so uh, I married a Puerto Rican. Yes. Nice. Why would nice. you do that? Well no, done. I'm just kidding. Ooh. Good. Got good. Good for you. Full. I got government payment off it, right? Oh, so there you go. Yeah. Get that money, brother. Yeah. We're, we're, we're trying to trade New don't Jersey for him. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico straight up, right? <laughs> so we don't fuck up the flag, right? So um, I, I married a Puerto Rican. So every time, you know, we hear about, the, oh, there's not enough black people. And she's always in the corner like, I know, I get that. But they never say anything about Spanish people, right? Or Asian people, right? Black people kind of trump the minorities, right? So within the minority groups, there's almost not enough talk about how many minority groups and these other minority groups. And people try to live as many as they can, but you guys are all sort of jumbled up in just this one hodgepodge, and that's got to be just as frustrating, right? I agree with your wife, actually. She, right, she, you would. She, uh, she's right. Puerto I Ricans agree with her, to too. Be... We need to talk about Puerto Ricans, we need to talk about Mostly. Asians, we need to talk about a ton of people, a ton of minorities. Well, no, Aziz Absolutely. is on a no Asians in television thing right now. He's been... Who? Aziz. He's been on some real... And has yeah, been ranting been about that? Okay. about that, about how... About how you never when when have you ever seen a Asian in a love scene on a, on a, in a movie or whatever? That's it's true. like we don't have sex. There's a billion of them, <laughs> but they don't have more than a couple billion. <laughs> Well, they, f- they figured out the science part of it, you know? They yeah, could just put some loose skin into a jar, <laughs> shake it up, and, and just grow it. I yeah. would be happy to do a love scene with an Asian. I will put that out there right well, now. We can write that <laughs> in on television. television. You need to write that out. I will, we better I... specify which Asian. <laughs> yeah. You don't want just any Asian say, dude well, popping up. Well, well. <laughs> At this point, I don't know. <laughs> who, who? You don't want Yao Ming popping up. Like, you ready? <laughs> climbing the ladder. You got to climb the ladder you know to get what up I mean? there. 
Yeah, who's, that, who's the American Idol? She bangs. She okay. bangs. You <laughs> and him. Yes, what I do remember. Or open oh, gangman yeah. style. What, what about him? What's that guy's name? Oh, it's funny how William quickly Hung. you forget. William That's very it. Nice Bam. Done. Nice wow. Done. Okay. I will be willing to do a love scene with a gorgeous or even cute and quirky. I'm pretty sure um, that's how you described Asian. me earlier, so keep going. That is yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> what she but wants is Asian, Ricky Velez in Asian, Asian form. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, in Asian face, yeah. whatever that is. Whatever that, <laughs> is. Whatever that is. <laughs> I'm sure somebody has done it somewhere. <laughs> These races are very creative. That's true. I'm going to go with uh, Mickey Rooney in no. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, oh, the worst. Right? That's Asian oh. face. That's the, well, that is yep. Asian face. That yeah. is Asian yeah. face yeah. right there. still considered a classic Hollywood film. That's so uh, true. Bad. So horrible. All right, complete this for me because my wife says this all the time to me too. Black don't crack, which you mentioned earlier. Which is true. Beige don't age, right? Beige don't age. Proven. And uh, but what's white people? What's their situation? They don't uh, get shot. They got all the money. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't ever get in trouble. They do whatever the hell they want to do. Okay. Keep don't matter. Keep don't matter going. how old they get. They're gonna be all right. I the don't cops know. wave <laughs> back to them. Stop me when you find hey! one you like. <laughs> The cops are their Howdy. friends. Guess what? You don't need a <laughs> the slogan. The system works for them. You guys don't need a slogan because you got everything <laughs> yeah. else. Okay? Only people that ain't got nothing look for slogans. That's don't correct. you know that, that man? That's Try true. to make us feel good about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no broke. I ain't got no money, but I ain't never going to look a, old. Oh, but I got a so slogan. Good. I, I can rhyme something real quick for you. Got the slogan. Got a movie poster. Got a rap album. Right? What is it? That? <laughs> all right. So with all seriousness, um, let's talk about what you guys are trying to accomplish with this show because you are allowed to talk about things in a different light, in a different manner. I mean, I don't know if 15 years ago, let alone even today, as a white person, I could have pitched the Bernie Sanders bit where he could sit down and eat, you know, have dinner with him and eat chicken and and gnaw into food while you're asking him ridiculous questions, but at the same time, serious questions. Um, So from your guys' perspective as contributors, writers, and comedians, you know, what's the most important aspect of this show and, and what message are you guys really trying to deliver to everybody that you can't on any other show? For me, the most important aspect is to bring the underdog stories to light and get people to know about it and then talk about it and ultimately do something about it. That's what's important for me. There's so many stories that are out there about a celebrity's wedding. I could care less about a celebrity's wedding, but someone who has been unjustly thrown into jail and can't and and don't have people to fight for them and they're just buried under the system we need to talk about those stories we need to get people to hear it and and not in a preachy way but in a uh, a way that you can laugh uh, uh, about the ridiculousness of it because if you're lectured to about something um, I tend to shut down and not hear it. But if I can laugh about it, then I, my brain and heart are still open to think about it and to potentially do something about it. Nice. All right. Yep. Uh, for me, it's just, to, like you said, it's that to, to provide that spark. Like a lot of people might not know. You know, like I like the fact that, you know, we, 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 people give us a lot of um, flack for constantly talking about race and race relations in America like every time like I, we we do a show on race you know I get hit up on Twitter and some people are like you know the only people talking about race is 
are you guys, you know, you know, if you like accusing us of being racist. <laughs> but the, the problem with that is that that you're denying the fact that there's a racial, you know, uh, there's a racial problem in America. And the, and and despite whether there's some people that are angry that we talk about it, I like the fact that they're having that conversation and they're putting the comments on Facebook and on Twitter and people are answering them back. So there's a dialogue happening. And that makes me excited that we have people at least trying to talk about even the deniers they're still in the conversation so the more we talk about it the more we can you know we will realize that there is a problem and the and the quicker we can fix the problem and that's my my you know why i love this is that we start we put we provide the spark that starts those conversations preach brother you know preach I mean? brother yeah that, i mean that's what gets me excited when i see a when i see a bunch of people on facebook or whatever talking about you know something black lives matter or something whether they're they are the naysayers or the people that are supportive they get into it and i like that i like that because i like that too i like that i get black when mm -hmm. i talk mm -hmm. about that i know that's right you know Was that i go down south that 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 that. no no <laughs> that's just my former that was a little extra <laughs> that wasn't a typo oh, that's a little extra <laughs> you see you see that. how she just shook a her lot. head yeah. yes but now these people that listen to your show is gonna know yeah you might think mike yard is funny but yeah his people were slaves don't forget that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think any of my ancestors were ever slaves, but I think um, they were. Maybe. Puerto Rico was a lot of were plantations we? there, bro. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, big time. My, Puerto Rico. My wife has You're a the only Puerto Rican never been to Puerto Rico. Go. I've been to Puerto Rico. And see your no, people. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Hold see, on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. About me. <laughs> this is what pisses me off about Mike. He says on, Ricky. facts Ricky. that aren't facts. He just says I don't think things. this guy wants to know what pisses you off about Ricky, me. Ricky, Ricky. <laughs> first things first, you're Puerto Rican? See, Two. He needs to wear a sign, You've never been to Puerto Rico? I've been to Puerto Rico a bunch. Okay, good. Know, Which yeah. part? I don't Maine. know. My grandfather owned something out there. He died. We stopped going. I'm sorry, Mike. Oh, wow. Jersey City is not Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> You know him from New York. <laughs> I don't. You know, you, you know. Him. I'm just kidding. Ricky is very Puerto Rican. I met his parents. Yeah. He's, okay. His pops is one of those serious Puerto Rican dudes. Nice. Get out of my store, Papa. That's, <laughs> that's how Ricky's father looks at you. Like you gonna you gonna buy you something? Buy something or leave? Yeah. Or you gonna you going leave? to buy something? You have two choices. You gonna buy something or you gonna leave? That's it. <laughs> Unless, unless you're here to dance. I have to share unless you just really like our music. Yeah. yeah. They do have great music mm -hmm. in there, don't they? Oh, man. It is good music. Some I dance to at my wedding. Got married in Puerto Rico, man. Oh, nice. Beautiful. Cool. Up in the rainforest, El Yunque. It was the best, man. Awesome. I love my jam. El Yunque. Puerto Rico You've been? Beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah, it's so I'm, good. I'm well-traveled. Oh, nice. That's true. You are well-traveled. So... I have to go many a places to find incognigros. <laughs> <laughs> they hide everywhere. You they don't are know. Everywhere. Wait, what's still on the list for you? Where have you not been? That uh, I'm assuming that list is shorter, right? That I want to go to. Yeah. Uh, where do you want to go? I have yet to go to Asia. Anywhere in Asia. Oh, I've been uh. and, but do know that once I get there, I will be making love to lots of very good-looking and 
uh, quirkily cute Asian <laughs> men. Or William Hung like. Or you know, William you never Hung like. know what you, you run know, into. You know, a night of drinking, dancing gungman style. You never know where you end up. I'm just picturing you with a like a GoPro strapped to your forehead, making that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Live streaming that footage back to it. these guys. Right? It's amazing that you know me so well after such little time that we've spent together. Guys, it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> Hold still, Holly. We can't. What? <laughs> What's going on now? Don't worry about it. We'll get hey, it the second time. He's cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Another thing I want to talk to you guys about um, as we celebrate the nightly show with Larry Wilmore here is I feel like um, whether political people are in office or out of office, they have to inject themselves. It's like required participation now to be involved with comedy. I feel like that's the case more so than ever now. 20 years ago, Bill Clinton's going on Arsenio. He's playing the saxophone. We're starting to see these, you know, candidates Obama sort of. Marin. Yeah, right. Now Obama goes on Marin. You know, uh, Bernie Sanders comes on your guy's show. But I, I feel like it's more focused around comedy more than ever now. I feel like that's the gateway point to truth. You know, if yeah. you you watch these debates, I could care less what's being said on the television. I mute it and I just read Twitter. I want to see what all the comedians are saying. You know, mm. I feel like they're unveiling the truth of what these people in these debates are really saying. I think comics and comedians and writers that write comedy are just like the last kind of hope to honesty, because it's like, I mean, comics, I know for a fact, are just like already put into a corner with what you can and cannot say now. So, I mean... I think Twitter and like their Instagrams and the rest of that are just so cool to look at because they're trying to step over the line, but do it, it safely. You know, it's weird. Well, yeah, I mean, but people always expect uh, that from comedians. I mean, I, I, that's that's why I fell in love with stand up. Is that that's the only place that I felt like I would be entertained and 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 learn something. You know what I mean? Um, you know, from Richard Pryor, who kept the once he became Richard Pryor, he it just kept it real. Yeah, like, he, you know he's got mean? the sticker of all stickers. Exactly, right, I think, you yeah. know. So that's what made me fall in love with it, and that's what I tried to do when I got into comedy. I'm like, I'm not gonna, you know, even though I appreciate all types of comedy, but my whole thing was I'm gonna be, I'm gonna talk about the world the way I see it. And a lot of these talking heads, they can't do that. They're beholden to other people. The companies have do's and don'ts. But as a comic, you can just do whatever you want. You might not get booked at that place again, but you can do whatever you want. That's what I love about this life. You can say whatever you want. You can say what's on your mind. You know what I mean? And you don't have to check with anybody. Right. And that's why people come to comedy, because we're going to keep it and real that's at all times. That's panel is awesome. Yeah, and that's why panel like is panel, great on the show. There's no script to that, so that, that 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 can go any way. And I love that Larry's like, even if it's controversial, he's like, I love that. You should oh, you yeah. should do that. Larry, right. Larry first told us when we got the job, never say anything you wouldn't say. Like, I mean, yeah. be he, yourself. Be yourself, and uh, I mean. I also think that politicians go to comics though, to try and use that to make them look more human, right? Because the, a lot of them are plastic, like talking heads robots and robots say. and if they can go on someone's talk show that at least that comic will try and and get something funny from them and can spin stuff and can play and they know how to play like comics comedians we know how to play um so i think that that's partially why yeah, it makes going. them seem real it yeah. makes them seem like oh like human well, beings. hey i like that guy and yeah. he likes that guy right, he must right. be a good guy right it's all Bullshit, right, right. though. Agreed, <laughs> agreed. Still bullshit. But thanks for helping me out with You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Thanks for the ratings, Boo. Thanks for the yeah. views. Yeah. <laughs> 
appreciate it, guys. That's great. You, um, have any of you guys ever gotten in trouble for a joke or gotten fired from a club for a joke or written a sketch or a bit for a show that's that's uh, been viewed in bad light? No, I've never gotten in trouble for um, for saying anything on stage. Nah, no, I've never never gotten reprimanded or anything. No, I don't think I have either. I'm not a stand-up. I'm an improviser. Right. Uh, and I've we've never I've never done a sketch that has been so off-putting that I was reprimanded for it. I no. Okay, good. This is good. Yeah. What yeah. about you, Rick? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 100%. That's why he waited to laugh. 100% have been in trouble for things I've said on stage. <laughs> he, he was but, soaking um, it in, man. Oh, but it's whatever. But it's just, no, it's not even Cleveland. It happens right here in New York. I mean, I mean, but there, I don't understand people that come to comedy clubs and don't leave that shit at the door. I find it very odd that I just hurt your feelings. I'm standing on stage telling jokes. I've been threatened on stage many yeah. times. Yeah. Oh, I've had that. I had a too, bottle yeah. thrown at me. Yep. By, okay. the, by a rapper. I had a candle. <laughs> you can't. A rapper threw a Heineken bottle at me. Did he really? Yeah, the, the, it was yeah. close? Did he get close? No, I, well, I have problems. I tried to catch the, the bottle, <laughs> oh, but no. I, I couldn't. Trying to act like Spider Man and shit. No, yeah. man. He was just being very disrespectful. And I, I, I asked him very nicely. I'm not one of those comics that just jumps over people, jumps on people. Right. I asked him very nicely to stop. And you know, show some respect for a fellow artist, and he proceeded to continue. So, you know, I had to give him the business, and then he got upset. I'm like, "Don't jump in the fire if you don't want to get burned, bro." I warned you, and then I destroyed him, and then he got mad. His pride got hurt, and he pride got hurt through a bottle. Yeah, yeah. goes, goes sometimes. Some people can't take it. Do you guys think there's anything that's off limits with comedy? Is there? Do you think anything's untouchable? Absolutely. What do you think, Ricky? It's untouchable. It's not just what's untouchable. What you can and cannot say on stage. There are there are limits. No matter where you perform, no matter where who you're in front of. I mean, especially with social media this day and age, and how fast things spread. They absolutely do. Well, it depends on whether you're whether you're willing to take the risk. If if you don't care whether you get a backlash, then really, I feel like there should be nothing that we can talk. There should be nothing that's off limits. For me, I won't talk about. You know, like women's issues, because I can't relate. So, and I realize that if you don't talk about it right, women get upset and rightfully. So, so. your opinion so is I stay away from that. But I, for, I, for some people, I don't. Th- I mean, I think there are some things that you. Uh, I think you can talk about everything, but it depends on who talks about it, how you talk about it, and when you talk yeah, about that's it. What it. Like you can't <clears throat> do if if the, if a tragedy happens, uh, there has to be time in between when that no, tragedy no, no, happens. I think like nine eleven. If if nine eleven happened uh, today, tomorrow you can't turn around and do nine eleven jokes. Just can't. Like the, I, I feel that there typically has to be at least a little bit of time. Um, it's also just depending on how you do that joke. If you do. That's the key, I and, think. And, and who, right. and who does it? That's the key with it all, and every certain single peop- time. Certain people can get away with certain jokes. Um, so I, I think <laughs> ultimately you can joke about everything. It's just how, who, and when I think you, do you it. can joke about anything, but at the same time, it only takes one blog post to ruin it. 
Yeah, but you can't worry about that. But that's the, the truth of, of the matter. Yeah, but, well, but that's how the what, shit storm starts. How, that's how the shit storm starts. Yeah. I've watched for many me, it depends friends on what you're in the game through. for. Like, I mean, for me, I'm not going to worry about what a blogger sh- says. And yeah, I but I'm not, you're, you're I, saying like it's one blog. I'm saying like one blog catches into another. It catches yeah, into but, another. Now it's a news story. But I'm, I'm not one to go out and be offensive anyway. So if I say something that rubs one person the wrong way, I know I'm not an offensive comic. So if that happens, then that's on you. You got to you gotta grow up or you know or do what you got to do it's not going to bother me I, I don't care that that you got upset that i said one thing that offended you I'm, my job is not to offend my job is to be funny and to hopefully have you leave here with something that's what i try to do when i do stand up i i was doing uh terrorism jokes before 9-11 so i did terrorism jokes after 9-11 you know what I'm saying? And how did they go over? Um, they like- went over great. And people even hit me up when 9-11 happened and say, yo, I thought about you because you've been talking about this since years ago. Wow, interesting. And people were hitting me up like all over the place. Like, yo, I thought about you when that happened. I have a, I have a really, really, I wouldn't say graphic, but it, it's a joke about having a child with diabetes and how I want it because it's harder for a pedophile to get a kid in the car if he has diabetes. And it goes into this whole thing. And that's a great joke. <laughs> yeah, and it's a, oh, what a the premise. people with diabetes, <laughs> people with diabetes come up to me after shows all the time to tell me how much they love that joke. I'm not even kidding. Like almost every show I do. So it's like you do a gay joke and gay people laugh, but all the liberals, the real yeah. you know, liberal liberals want to write letters. It's like the people that you're talking about aren't upset. You know, some people just like to write letters. That's why I don't worry about them. They're just uh, keeping the wrist muscles loose, exactly. I guess, Exactly. They, they got nothing else Doing to do. Doing it old school. Lisa Lampanelli can get away with anything. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know why I can't. Yeah, but that's, that's just it. Just you don't like her? No, I said if she can say whatever she wants, then why can't I? Yeah. Lisa doesn't yeah. let anybody stop her from saying what that's she wants true. to say. That's true. But you know? and and it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. I love. I'm crazy about her. Now I, I'm glad you brought up the aspect of it depends who, you know, is saying it when and how. And I and to bring it back to your guys' show that you're a part of, I feel like that's the case. You guys have a little bit more freedom to talk about certain subjects that are happening that I think other shows can't, which is why this show is so important. You know, and and congrats on season two. Oh, you know, it's you. awesome that, that that's was, happening. Uh, yeah, awesome. It's got to be a good feeling. Yeah, and uh, check, yeah. bro. I know. Well, <laughs> we're gonna have a good Christmas. I'm gonna have, we're gonna food have a good next Christmas. Year. Mom and Dad getting presents. <laughs> hey, I saw those. I saw those Starburst up in the office in that jar, man. That's dinner for me sometimes on the road. Damn, you know, bro, I know you gas can. station dinners. Yeah, you guys have been there. Waffle House at four in the morning. I'm so with sick the of eating people. in airports. Yeah, I am yeah. so sick of airports. Go to Waffle House at four in the morning in the south. No, I've done that. I've seen way too many world. Star fights in, a, oh, in yeah. Waffle House. Yo, the Waffle House at four in the morning is a powder keg, my man. You just want to get your steak and eggs <laughs> and get the hell out of there. You don't sit down and eat. You go in. You prep yourself to go. There's gonna be some sketchy. You, you like in stretch there. before you go you in. And you, stretch, you stretch. You get loose because you might have to fight. <laughs> Waffle but guess what? That is the most real. delicious steak and eggs that Mike, you have Mike, ever but it's had worth in your it. life. You're, you're doing it wrong. You got to send a runner. Oh, that's, that's what you do? Ah, that's why white people well, run the world. You're <laughs> smart. What <laughs> you did? You Mike, sent the scout. You don't know how many times you've been my runner. <laughs> have I been? Yeah, so you've been laying back watching me that's go why in there. That's you're telling me this that's story That's a damn right shame. I didn't even know I was being used. You could have bought me a sandwich. See, that's why you don't need a slogan, man. That's why you don't need a slogan, because you got a runner. That's right. The runner's making hysterical. I lived in Atlanta, Georgia for a little while. So and, uh, you know, dude, what, a, what an interesting... T- I feel like I feel like Atlanta is like Atlanta with Georgia around it. 
You know yeah. what I mean? And nobody's from Atlanta. No, Everybody no, no. I met while I lived there, where are you from? Ohio? Oh, no shit, me too. Where are you from? Vermont? No shit. Wait, is no, no. one from Georgia Nobody. down here? Not yeah, it's Atlanta very strange, anymore. man. Yeah. yeah, very strange. Yeah, did you ever live there, Ricky? No, you ever I was lived there? there for a weekend once, and it was fun. Uh, you know what else is interesting? Speaking of Atlanta, Atlanta's got a good comedy scene going on right now, and I feel like comedy, more now than ever, doesn't necessarily have to be in New York or L.A. anymore, you know, or Chicago. I mean, Chicago just, yeah, took a, like, there's a lot of new, young Chicago comics that just came up to New York, and they're sure. awesome. Sure, and awesome, Atlanta's awesome. like that. Boston, obviously, has been like yeah, that Boston for a while. For years. But I, mean, I feel like, like, even a Cleveland has got the scene going on, you know? It really? doesn't have yeah. to be any one location anymore, right? Yeah, but New York is boot yeah. camp, man. Listen, That's I don't care where you're doing comedy. You're never gonna, you're, you're never gonna, gonna <laughs> New York uh, is boot camp face with you face in, then you face yeah. in New York. Yeah, for yeah. stand up, right. that's yeah. what I'm talking yeah. about. Mm -hmm. For stand up, New York is where you come to get powerful. Sure. Like, you know, I go on the road and I see all those comics from those towns and they're good, but they come to New York and they stink up the joint, a lot of them. And that's because New York is a different monster. In New York, there's so much to do. So when people pay to see you, you better represent or they'll never pay to see you again. So New York comics go hard every night. We never take a night off, ever, because you know that could be your last night at that club. You know what I'm saying? So that's why people come here to get their weight up I'm sorry, I'm talking black. You're talking People drug get dealer. Here. No, you're, no, you're talking, talking drug dealer. Here. Talking you said get here. your weight up. People get here. We have like a stenographer over here on the side <laughs> who's <laughs> typing it all out in do white person. Do so don't worry. Do you, do you need a scale okay. to finish this off? People come here to get stronger. Yeah. Talk to Leslie, talk to Mike Epps, talk to Bill Burr, talk to all these cats. When they, when they, when they needed, when they really wanted to see what type of comic they were going to be, they came here. So, so what you're saying is the rest of the country, 30-minute abs. New York City, Bruce Lee exactly. abs. Exactly. Right. And that's the truth. And comics that Not Bruce Lee, Jesus abs. Jesus, Jesus, abs. Jesus on the Let's cross go abs. Exactly. Those good ones. Those, Those were some good, good abs, abs, man. Yes. How does that not encourage masturbation you know, for women? Like, they already have an easy entry point with all the skirts. That that I was wearing. attracted to white guys with blue eyes. Dude, oh, you kidding me? Man. Seriously, are you kidding me right now? <laughs> this podcast just took a left turn. Hey, I was raised hey, Catholic. Come on, Holly. You ain't never looked was, at Jesus as that. Mm. No, never. Really? no, never. I never had one what time in church, no. and he up there with the abs, never, and, and, and the porcelain is glistening. Never, You've never, well, never. Be. You're kidding. White me. Jesus, black Jesus. Which one's more attractive? Okay, black Jesus, okay. of course. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Why? Why? But you can't see black Jesus's abs. It's only a top profile. I've never seen a full body. I've never, I've never seen, seen a full, full body black. Jesus. Right. I've never seen a full body. No, black it's Jesus only either. right here. Exactly. That's it. it's, it's only just the pecs. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's it. Right. Bust. An upper bust. Bring it below the belt. Black now. Jesus below the belt. You see white Jesus all out there, like what? Look at this. He rubbing it. Full beach Why is he chair. Perfectly shaved. <laughs> what is his oh, workout regimen? Jesus don't have a cube on him. <laughs> he didn't. Jesus don't have a pube on him. Nothing. Yeah. He's hairless. Nothing. I guess you eat that much fish, it just falls out. Huh? I just guess. Didn't. I don't know. Maybe they <laughs> too much mercury back then. I don't know. Who knows? Oh, it's amazing. Uh, you took offense to that, uh, Holly? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll be leaving now. <laughs> Wait, were you raised Catholic? Were you raised, or are you Catholic? I am not Catholic. Okay. I was. <laughs> I am Christian, though. I ra I was raised. I was uh, baptized in. Uh, 
in a bird Macedonia bath? Oh, Baptist Macedonia. Church. Okay. I went to uh, AME Zion Church with my godparents. I also went to uh, Church of God in Christ with my Man, father. Wow. Um, and then I go to an, like an international spiritual center uh, in Los Angeles before I moved here. Um, and I haven't found a church home since I've been place. here. Do you? Is it the black people place? It's black and white and all sorts of people place. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. What so, street is cool. it? Cool. Is it on Crenshaw? It's on no, it's on Buckingham Parkway. Oh, okay, that's that's yeah. A, is it a huge church? It's well, it's moderately no, big. Oh, that's a different one. But okay. the Reverend has dreadlocks, which is pretty cool. So. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. It's like Richard Sherman. Just <laughs> <laughs> but he changed his name to Richard Sherman, right? That's, that was a good one. That there. was well done. The word that was well done, done sir. Well. Good I think I'm on, on, I'm on an episode of At Midnight right now all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> you just got 100 points for Hosted that. by you a just white guy. No, I'm just kidding. You just won Love the internet. Heartache. What's up, Chris? Yeah, that's right. I, I did win the internet, actually, actually one time. My did tweet, you really? Yeah, my tweet. I think the, it was hashtag hip hop books, and I put... Um, Alice in Timberland, I think, was my uh, I got the highest score of all time on that show. And oh, you did? do not reference it ever. Why not? I don't know. I don't that's, know. I played that's a, a game, weird... and for some reason, like, there was able to get, like, 10,000 points, and I got it, like, three times in a row within te- two minutes of being on the show. So, oh, like, wow. I didn't have to answer anything after that. I just made it to final round. Jesse Joyce beat me. Oh no! Man. Well, Jesse's a writer for the Jesse's show. Jesse's a good writer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he got some buys. All right, uh, this is a little topical. Uh, at the time of this taping, so when you hear this, this was actually happening today. Um, when I went home earlier today, before I came here to the taping, I had to show an ID to get to my apartment because the Pope yep. is in town, wow. and uh, I had to prove that what I lived on my block. And I I feel like this is the case with the Pope. I might get ID to get on my block. <clears throat> well, where do you live? You know, I can't say that. Yeah, you just. <laughs> I'll bleep it out. I'll put uh, out of like someone else's voice in there. I'll say a different so ad. I'll put Holly's address I'm out on, there. I'm on the east side. They're really stopping you from going. Uh, I'm on the upper west. So, so like I just just turned this into Ricky's so ride home. <laughs> well, here's why I'm bringing it up, right? Yes. So, so there's a lot of hoopla going on right now, now the with Pope, the Pope. I would masturbate to. Oh, kidding. Cur- it was a joke one? we were talking this about. This podcast just take an ugly turn, <laughs> and I am uncomfortable it ju- now. It just went south. It went Holly south. <laughs> and, uh, just wait. We'll put a glove on or Don't something. Don't talk about you. church, Come but we can yeah, rub one yeah, out to yeah, the Pope. So here's the point. So, mm-hmm. so what I'm saying is I feel like, it, like the Pope's visit is kind of like the World Cup. You know, yes. it just happens yeah. to be here in the United States, and people just started caring every four years. Like, yeah. I, I feel like that's the vibe well, with the Pope, right? it's been since 1999. It's been a minute. He hasn't been, well, there hasn't been one here in a long time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think people might be a, a little... We OPM right now, son. We 7-Eleven right is selling now, dolls. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's there's people bootleg crazy. t-shirts. Well, I mean, they're it's selling cookies with scalping Pope's face tickets. on it. Yeah. Right. Well, for me, this Pope is actually cool, though. Like, I think that he's the one that's like, hey, I'm kind of tolerant to whatever is going on. Like, I shouldn't cool. judge. Remember what cool means? Remember the cool kid in high school? He's not that. Well, he this Pope is getting is ready that. to release a, a, a progressive rock that. album. He absolutely <laughs> is. Did you know that? I just saw. Did you guys know that? And we sound like The View right now. He's did you guys? <laughs> uh, did you guys? Good. I saw in Entertainment Weekly today. They posted on their Twitter account that the Pope is getting ready to drop an album, a progressive rock album. That's yeah, insane. He's going to do sermons over a rock no, beat. He's not. Yeah, rock pop beat. He's going to do an album. Yeah. 
I'm telling you, this pope is cool. I, I like the pope. My thing is, I I, I'm very, I'm uncomfortable with all of this because stuff. as growing up as a Catholic and as a Christian in itself, you know that you're not supposed to worship any man or any idols or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And right. we're really like ODing with this dude. Like he's a okay, he's a pope. Like why are we lining up three days ahead to see the to see? A, a man of God, like, shouldn't we be more focused on shouldn't you God? Be, shouldn't you be waiting for the new iPhone? What are you I'm doing? I'm just saying, <laughs> if you're that much of a Christian that you got to run out to go see the Pope, wouldn't it be better if you were like in, po- in church watching it, praying with him, rather than being out on the street just to get a selfie with the dude? Like, I'm, yeah, I just think it's too much. It's like crossing it's the much. line of like I what do, the whole point is, right? I do believe that idolatry is not something that you're supposed to go for, and, and it's even in the Bible, like that's the. It just seems like that I, to me. Like yeah, it's, it's definitely one of the commandments, if not the first word. one. But uh, but yeah, I. I just I think he's cool. I think I think that people are like, of course there are some people that are like, oh my gosh, it's Michael Jackson! Like they're yeah. crazy about him like that. But ultimately, if a few of those people go, oh, you know what? He is being tolerant to uh, gay people. He is being uh, concerned with the homeless net, uh, the homeless situation. If he he is interested in global warming and thinking that we need to to uh, look after the earth. If at least a couple of those crazy people who are who are who are following him think that maybe those ideas are good, then ultimately I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I, I, I agree, but do we need a 24-hour Pope channel? No, we don't. No, no, no. And well, we have thing. that now. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, that's true. That is a thing. As somebody that like struggles with religion, um, I don't really know like where I'm at with it. I was a Sunday school teacher at one point for the Catholic Church, and it's just like. Once the Pope starts doing, like what Holly was saying, like if I see him doing something that's like awesome and I want to be a part of, I don't even really see that in this. Like, yeah, I, I mean, don't, like why are we visiting kids up in Harlem? Like, what what is that really doing? What it's more of a press photo op. Yeah, that's what it means. That, that's right. what I mean. I feel like everything is such. It's is still such business. A, it's, it's still such business. A business. We're gonna get a lot of bad like, mail for this. You know, <laughs> are you prepared for this? Well, they don't have my address. They have his. <laughs> so only mine. I'm the only one. All the mine. But I, I live think, with Ricky. But I think. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's the way the Pope rolls. I think that um, he does hang out with people that are lesser than him. Like he doesn't stay in the huge uh, Pope Palace that they had him. That the other Pope stayed in. He stays what, the one in. That quit? He yes he and the all the other ones he stays in lesser commons like that's that's just kind of how he rolls I don't think that they expected uh, this from him Wait are like, you trying to say he Airbnb'd his visit here in New York <laughs> he had somebody I'm, saying, oh, listen, got I'm, I'm guessing his his he, he uh, went, he went, to a school, he went to a Catholic school up in Harlem like there's kids starving in Harlem yeah you take care of that like why don't you go to the shelters why don't you I, do I see what you're saying Ricky I there's yeah. something about like Going to heart like he what? did hang what? out with homeless people since he's been here. He has hung out with homeless people since he's been here. Okay. Well, you can't avoid it, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. New, New York. York. Yeah. yeah that's I'm sorry. True. I'm more about doing than talking. I hear a lot of talk. I don't hear a lot of doing. So, Same. You know. I mean, he seems like a cool dude, but when you start really changing some stuff, and you know what I mean, sure. You can't tell me that you 
that you don't mind gay people, but you're still against gay marriage. You're still, yep. You still believe that a man and woman should not lay together. You can't tell me that you don't believe that. You do because is it is your it is your job to believe that. So until you start telling me, hey man, I think people should be able to love whoever they want, and you make that make a conscious effort to make that doctrine, then all you're doing is talking, bro. Well, I I hear that. I absolutely hear that completely and utterly he still has taken more steps than other popes have okay, taken. And it, quite frankly, it feels like you got to take a baby step into it. And he's already pissing off Catholics, uh, in, in, you know, back in Rome as it is. Like, he's already on the edge by comparison to all other popes. I get so it, yeah. I hear what you're saying. I totally hear what you're saying. They still need to change it. But if, if this is a baby step towards that, to being more tolerant to people, I'm all for it. But that's what I'm saying. When I, I will get excited when they actually try to change it. Yeah. Until it's until then, it's just sure. Well, I, I feel like we just did a segment of uh, the nightly <laughs> of the show. Panel. Yeah. <laughs> you brought it up. No, no, that's a good thing. I wanted to showcase what you guys are about. You know, this is important stuff to be talking about, and it's good to have people, uh, especially of minority, talking about it. You know, because those voices are just as valuable, if not, you know, more valuable in some I cases. So, okay, you're leaning towards what? Right? <laughs> Hey, look, I'm just trying to get out of this room alive. So whatever you guys need to hear. Don't worry. There's a white woman in here with us. Are you, I don't know if you're white. Are you white? Kids, you look kind of miscellaneous. I don't know if you're... Yeah, it's true. We're not... You look a, like you yeah. could be Hispanic, maybe white, maybe a little she bit She has my disease. Yeah, a little Asian. She has that... You no got, one knows you got the Ricky you Velez yeah, right yeah. there? It's People the can't me, pick you out? Me, me, Pete, and her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Pete is. What is Pete? Full Irish. He's full Irish? Full Irish. Oh, wow. wow. I thought he had some like mix with black. He, there's black no black. Hey, we're learning a little here on this wow. podcast. Well, we're talking about Pete Davidson. Yeah. Pete. <laughs> In case y'all just wondering, who's this Pete they talking about? By the way, that guy's so much taller. Every time I see he's him, I, I keep forgetting how tall that guy he's is. He's growing still. And he's still growing, right? <laughs> he's it's, a child. It's crazy. He's awesome, though. What a cool kid. Well, you guys have surpassed the 100 episodes, Mark. You're, you're already going to be heading into season two. Congratulations. It's uh, so nice to hear that. I got to watch the show the other night, and, and I loved it, man. It was entertaining. And like I said, it, it felt like a family. It felt like home. It felt like I was a part of this thing that was taking place in a basement, and it was soon about to explode on the scene, and people People are going to be like, I was there, man. I was there when it started. So uh, very cool. Very cool. That's what I love so, about this, man. Yeah. When I started here and I saw that, I saw like a bunch of uh, people that really wanted something. Hungry and they want to win and they want to make a difference. And they, I, I felt that when I got here and it gave me like a boost to like want to be a part of it. Definitely. And we're when only you come here, better. you want to be a part yeah, of it. Yeah. And we're only getting better and That's stronger. That's true. Without a doubt. It's a beautiful feeling. So, Holly, let's start with you. Uh, give out your socials, all that stuff where people can find you on the internets and uh, how they can track you down, if not just on this show. Oh, my gosh. I'm the worst person to come to for that. I am absolutely you internet can, uh, challenged. It's, it's hwalker at aol.com. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> no, it's it not. It really is. No, it's, no, not. it's not. Holly Walker at CompuServe.BeepBoopBop. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I have an AOL, AOL account. I am still sending smoke signals. I'm oh, still She has a carrier pigeon that I sits do. outside I the nightly show. I am the worst one ever. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think I'm on Twitter and I think it's hot. At Holly Liz Walker, I think. Right. I don't know. I'm the worst. Well, if not, someone just started that Twitter account, and they're speaking for you now. <laughs> so there you go. All right, what about you, Ricky? Um, RickyVelez.com. Um, at Ricky Velez, And, yeah, all that stuff. 
Nice, man. Good luck with the religion thing, by the way. Thanks, man. I'm trying to figure it out. I don't think I need to. I'm 26. I'm not worried about it right now. It's not time to find my... my, I don't know. I don't know about it. You should be a good person starting now, Ricky. Yeah, I think you should just... It's not about being good. I'm a good person, Why are you yelling then? Why are you Yeah, it's absolutely about being good. It is about being good. That's the Puerto Rican coming out. Believe me. I hear that. I hear that every night. Dinner's ready! What? I made your favorite meal. Enjoy it. I love you. I love okay, you. Why okay, why you gotta be so well, aggressive hey, with yeah. it? Yeah, what? Pipe down, Chachi. Spanish women cook. They do. I got one, too. Yeah. Dominican. Nice. All right, what about you, Mike? Uh, Mike Yard Comedy all across the board. Uh, and MikeYardComedy.com. Check out my podcast, Yard Talk Podcast at SoundCloud. On iTunes. We're on iTunes now. On iTunes? Yes. On iTunes? On iTunes. It? iTunes. We have stepped our game up. Very good. Yes, Very I'm good. Feeling quite bourgeois right now. And I, I love it. We're in this uh, sort of pseudo green room. Is this the green room for the night? This is it. This yeah. is one of them. Yeah. This is one of the green rooms. And uh, look, look how they roll with the socials. Right up there on the wall, man. It's not a game. At the Nightly, Nightly Show. show. I love it. At Nightly here. Show. The Nightly Show on Facebook. Hashtag Nightly Show. Uh, serious guy. Seriously, guys. Congratulations. All success. Thank Much you. continued Thank success. You. Pleasure Thank meeting you. all of you. Nice meeting you too. And uh, hopefully, I can earn that sticker someday. I gotta, yeah. I gotta me, keep it you under. and me both. I'm not even kidding. The props guy holds on to them. Like yeah. Like you. 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 You wouldn't be able like you I have swear, to earn like, it. I don't like know if I'd be able to find one in the building. You for have you. to earn it. I'm gonna have to bootleg it. I'm like, gonna have to bootleg it. Props guy is so serious about the You go close to that little tray. He'd be like, ah, <laughs> ah, step back, move Stop away it. from the Kiva 100 yeah. stickers. <laughs> He's so real about holding those down. Maybe maybe I'll start bootleg ones. Uh, keep it 99 percent. Percent. All right. Keep it 65 percent. All right. Yeah. Cool. And all I can picture now is the Pope with the white glove on doing Michael Jackson impressions. Moonwalking his way <laughs> out of New York City. All right. That's going to do it for the nightly show. Thanks for joining us. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks. All right. want to thank uh, Holly Walker, Ricky Felez, and uh, Mike Yard, my new BFF, and uh, everybody over Comedy Central for setting that up. They were great guests. Thank you very much for the time with that crew. And uh, seriously, if you haven't if you haven't checked out the nightly show, you have to because important things are happening there. Not only do we have a black host, but we have plenty of minorities talking about the subjects of today in the news, and uh, they need a bigger voice, and we need to support that, and we need to showcase that, so we can uh, fix the problem. In, in some would say in late night and on television, where minorities don't have a fair shot here, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I married a Puerto Rican. She told she told me what it was like growing up in the United States, you know, after she moved here at 13 and it wasn't very kind to her. Yeah. So uh, we need to change all that stuff. So support the nightly show and let's fix the problems that we have uh, in the U.S. when it comes to race. Can we do that? All right. Thank you. All right, Matt. Web store. People can buy stuff. Can buy stuff. What we are got, we buying? We're buying T-shirts that have awesome logos on them. Nice. They say the laugh button. There's some cool designs. We're going to roll out some holiday themed ones mm-hmm. in the very near future. So look forward to that. We're also giving away contests for Lewis Black, the Rant is New Part Due Tour. Dude's on tour forever. It is happening through December. Cool. So we're giving away tickets to all of his local, all of his events. So follow us on the socials for that mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, you don't want to miss out on seeing Lewis Black live. Right. Absolutely. Uh, you don't. Yeah, he's he's a must because when, when he gets older and then older and then older still, you're going to be like, man, I wish I would have saw that guy. Never Lewis did. Black, hashtag beast mode. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just a reminder pick up Judah Friedlander's book If the Rain Drops United also available thelaughbutton.com follow us on all the socials at the laugh button you can follow Matt at I am Kleinschmidt I'm at Mark says hi until next time 
Matthew, I think we got Moonbeam City coming up next. Yeah, dude, I'm sorry. Creators of Moonbeam City, also on Comedy Central, and uh, some other fine guests down the road. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm.